0: That's right, you geeks. Welcome back into the Echo Screen, the official podcast of the Clan of the Gray Wolf, where it is only 9.05. We're only five minutes late. Yeah,
1: we're doing awesome.
0: Write that one down. And uh, provided the fact that you can actually hear our voices here, uh, we will uh, conclude that there are no technical errors and therefore should proceed with the show.
1: Man, I need a haircut. Anyway, yes. Welcome, everybody.
0: What did you say before? Oh, let's roll that beautiful bean footage.
1: That's our new... Yes. Well, and and also, because we like to keep everyone in the live stream or live chat uh, on their toes, we've decided to stick with uh, YouTube chat for for this week. But next time, who knows? It could be IRC or something. Maybe we'll do uh, AOL Instant Messenger next time, just to to be different.
0: That's a good one. That's a good one. We can figure out uh, various different uh, and sundry live chats to be able to use. It'll be like a game. We'll figure out which ones we're using every single week. you have to guess and figure it out. Um, we won't actually do that, but what we will do, as we always do here, is uh, you know, we're going to talk about topics that we think are interesting or pertinent to you. Mm-hmm. And tonight, we thought specifically for the topic of jour, which happens to be the topic of the day, is, because we always talk about this kind of stuff, but we never put a show around this, we wanted to kind of highlight some of the things that we like on the internet other than ourselves, of course, because we know if you're watching this or listening to us right now, you clearly enjoy what we do. But if you are. I
1: love uh, me, you know, frankly. If,
0: yeah, but if you're interested in mm-hmm. some other people that we're interested in and that we, uh, you know, follow or, or or, you know, what have you, then we're going to talk about that today so that we can turn you guys on to some other really cool folks on the Internet. And no, Isn't
1: that cool? that's pretty cool. Uh, also, no, I, I don't think I can handle growing my hair out like Pat. It's not nearly as luxurious and thick as his hair. But, uh, but anyway,
0: that's, that's that goes without
1: saying. Yes, that that's for another uh, t- that's for another show.
0: That's a whole whole other ball of wax. Um, so maybe we should talk about the format of this year' program. As always, three portions of the program. The first being the T and B, that is the Tids and Bits, otherwise known as the News and Notes got some things to talk about today it's gonna mm, be fun i love t not, not like normal where we have nothing to talk about we just make it up on the fly
1: actually there might be a lot of that too but that's fine that's what we do basically that and just I already talked to you about
0: banter on about nothing at all pretty much what we do we're excellent at that uh, we always shoot for an hour always hit about an hour 40. <laughs> At about an hour, hour 30. Yes. Um, And then we get to the third portion of the program. Each segment of which is supposed to take 20 minutes. We're already mm, three or four minutes in the hopper on the team. But anyway. I think
1: I skipped the second portion of the program, actually. I did. I
0: I talked about it. You just weren't listening. Oh, okay. Fair enough. This is is what happens. You got to listen. Go back to the tape. Um, (laughs) Roll that beautiful bean footage. Roll that beautiful bean footage. So, um, and then we're going to take the third portion of the program, which is the question and answer portion of the program. If you have questions other than those that you asked during the topic du jour, because I'm sure a lot of you are going to recommend particular subjects that we can talk about, favorite blank on the internet, sure, we'll talk about that. (laughs) Uh, If you have questions about the topic du jour, you have questions about uh, the T&B, you have questions about anything else under the sun, gaming related or otherwise, geeky stuff related or otherwise, we are here to be your... Your answer source, and we might, if you're lucky, even answer your question. You know, live on the air.
1: I am constantly amazed at how people are watching this live. Uh, Like technological technological ways, I I haven't even thought about. Like, I'm watching this on my PS3 and commenting via the tablet. Like, wow, that's a terrible use of a PS3. But you know, go for it. Yeah, and thank you. I wish I'm still looking for a PS3. Frankly, they're
0: still expensive. They're very expensive. dang it. I don't know. I doubt they're going to come down anytime soon, either. Um, I give up on gaming completely. Yeah, technology is a good thing though. I mean that's <laughs> otherwise, how would we have a show? Uh, magic mostly magic. Black magic black, black magic. <laughs> um, and not the uh, not the, uh, the the brand of coffee I drink in the morning. That, not, not, not that kind of black magic. <laughs>
1: That's... Never mind. I was going to go somewhere dirty with that. I probably should Oh, okay. <laughs> All
0: right. right. TNB, right? Yeah, TNB. TNB, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the news and the notes.
1: So what do right. you want to talk about? I don't know. What do you got first? Anything?
0: Why do I have to go first? That's not
1: fair. Okay, I'll go first. Because, okay. frankly... I don't know. Well, There's actually some good TNB this time. But, but perhaps the biggest, or at least the most exciting to me news, just came out a couple days ago. And that mm. is that... Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man will be joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, through all sorts of crazy machinations. Um, Spider-Man is owned by Sony or, or the film rights to Spider-Man are owned by Sony Pictures, which is yep. struggling fairly mightily in general. But um, also their uh, their reboot of the Spider-Man series with Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2 not going as well as they had hoped. And so, some way or another, they have been in talks with Disney, who owns Marvel, and who is just like, they just pff, spin poop into gold over there. I mean, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, which was based off of characters virtually no one knew about, uh, yeah. beat out Amazing Spider-Man 2. In, in uh, ticket sales last year, which is yeah. ridiculous. So it is pretty
0: crazy,
1: it, but but that's good, frankly, because that means because ever, Spider-Man, arguably the most popular character to ever come out of Marvel, now will be showing up uh, in in crossovers and in future Mar- Marvel cinematic movies uh, or universe movies. Uh, n- one in particular. Uh, well, let me back up a second. Uh, in, and also, Marvel will be providing guidance, quote-unquote, to uh, to future, to another reboot of the Spider-Man series that will still be completely owned by Sony. This is good all around. This is good for everyone, frankly, in my mind. Because um, yeah. Sony pff, needs some help in figuring out their Spider-Man. I was thoroughly underwhelmed by the... Actually, I didn't even watch Amazing Spider-Man 2. I, I wasn't even interested in it, frankly. Have After you seen the first one? Have you seen either of the, of the two new ones?
0: No, have no interest in any
1: of it. Saw the first one, I thought, well that was a movie. Okay. I mean it was it was fine. But it didn't seem and to have we got a movie. Yeah. Didn't seem to have any any like eh, excitement, I guess. Yeah. You know, in that or, or heart that, that pretty much all the Marvel movies have had lately. And uh, anyway that's so there's gonna be another reboot in two thousand seventeen of Spider Man. But before that, Spider Man, a new Spider Man Uh, Newly cast is supposed to appear in, quote, a a a Marvel movie. Uh, Most people are thinking it's going to be Captain America three, which is based off of the Civil War uh, 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 storyline from the comic books. I'm not huge into comics at all, but I I know about that. And that's like a big deal. Uh, So potentially you'll have Iron Man, Captain America and Spider-Man all together in one big movie. Going, nice. going versus Batman and Superman in 2016. That's very, kind of weird. Very interesting. I, I think I think there's there's nothing bad about this. Um, yeah. No, I agree.
0: The, there's the uh, even though we're all kind of. In fact, I think we did a program on being a little sick of superhero movies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My mind now uh, it's still pretty sick superhero movies. Spider-Man. But- no, I mean, no. Why? That's listen not, to me. Listen, listen to me closely.
1: Spider-Man. Did <laughs> I win? Did that I win all you, you over? That all yeah. That's that, all that I got, all really, Yeah, okay. yeah I,
0: I don't... Uh, I liked... <laughs> I, I mean, you you like the, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, right? I did. I mean, the third movie was poop, but yeah. Yeah, the third movie sucked. But the rest, I thought, was really, really good. Especially the first one. The first one was great. Um... And I had absolutely no desire to jump into the to, the to the new Amazing Spider-Man series. It just looked really, really stupid to me. Um just and it's, It yeah. was. It, it turned out to be what what we all thought it was, which was just a way for them to make a movie to keep the rights. Um, the issue for me moving forward is, you know, I, I don't see a lot of superhero movies. Period. You know, so if they're making Spider-Man movies, that's that's fine. But I would probably rather see. A Tobey Maguire esque Spider-Man, than an Amazing Spider-Man.
1: Well, it'll be interesting to see who they cast. Frankly, I mean, it's 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 rumored very strongly that Andrew Garfield is out uh, as Spider-Man. Daniel Radcliffe. That'd be interesting. Um, <laughs> Why not uh, British Spider-Man? Elijah Wood. Yeah, he could do it.
0: Yeah, he's totally. He's only like forty.
1: Actually, have you seen? Um, You've seen Community, right?
0: Uh, no, no. Okay, so I mean, that, I've seen I've seen like an episode. So.
1: Fair enough. Okay, so so Donald Glover, who is like basically the black kid to to okay, yeah. to get to yeah. brass tacks there. Uh, yeah. A lot of people, have, a lot of fans, have been saying, "Wow, well, he'd be a great Spider-Man." I'm like. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Actually, I don't, I, I would be uh, okay with that. I think he could pull that off. I don't think he'll be cast as it necessarily, but I think that would be very interesting. I'm I'm kind of wide open on who that who who could, they could cast.
0: Yeah, frankly. Yeah, you're right. I I mean I, I but part of that is because I think they really they really did a great job with the Tobey Maguire you know um, Spider Man in terms of I did, encapsulating I- kind of the awkward geeky yet you know. Fairly competent um, superhero.
1: Yeah, uh, he's a, and that's one people why, reason why people love Spider-Man and Marvel characters in general. They're generally kind of unsure of themselves. Yeah, um, they have these like real life issues to deal with. It's it's great. Uh, I'm I'm ex- I'm I am excited. This okay,
0: Mr. Party Pooper. So I just I I'm done with superhero movies. So I don't really care. Now I'm going to see the I next watching, Avengers. I haven't. Um, Avengers was the last superhero movie I saw.
1: Okay, fair enough. And, Just watch and I thought,
0: I, I thought it was very good. I liked it. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't it was... really. I oh, you know what I did do? I, I watched. I had uh, Iron Man three, the only one I hadn't seen, on in the background while I was uh, you know taking care of the baby the other day, and that wasn't bad. That wasn't a terrible movie. I you know a lot of people were really pissed off.
1: I thought it was fine. I thought, yeah, I, thought fine. I thought it was good actually. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. I'll say past fine. So yeah, Amazing Spider Man two. Fine.
0: I liked it better than two.
1: I'd say that. Sure. Why not?
0: Yeah, I know. Anyway, well, that's, right, that's anyway, a lot yeah. of time spent on that TNB, but... Uh, yeah, all right, Yeah, I know. That's this a lot of news. Hey, I, I have one that could uh, jump off something that I don't want to talk about, which is the Super Bowl. Woohoo!
1: Talk, Let's talk about the Super Bowl. We're what not a game, right?
0: Super, but we aren't going to talk about Bats, the actual game. The what Belich we're going to talk Dynasty. about is, uh, instead, Brand what Mr. I thought was interesting, Daddy. which is that there was three, free, three different... Free to play games that were advertised during the Super Bowl. I did notice that that three distinctly
1: different. Well, I mean, in terms of who owns them, they're right? Probably, Not prob- that they're very
0: different video games. Yeah, yeah, but that's funny. No.
1: F- Free to play, yeah, mobile games. One most people probably know of already. The the uh, what's her name? Kate Upton, mm-hmm. uh, game of boobs or whatever it's called, <laughs> game um, of boobs,
0: which which I'm sure is great. That's all anyone notices um, about it. Yeah, I, because I, I actually think – I went to go just read the reviews. Like, if you just go to the App Store or, you know, to Google Play, you can just go read the reviews of the game. Mm-hmm. And the, the reviews were so bad. I just went, this is horrible. The only time, the only reason anybody downloads this game is because they hope that it's going to draw them closer to Kate Epton's boobs.
1: Which is – well, I guess it's working because they have enough uh, yeah, they're generating have a marketing budget to, yeah. to paste – almost every sporting event with this and it's funny is that sporting events that they're covering with this marketing but um,
0: is it really considering the commercials they're putting together
1: yeah i guess not they're is so it the, really? so the i mean is this is this a a new peak of casual gaming like they have the money to spend on not just ads but super bowl ads which are ridiculously yes. pricey um yes. i mean is this just more of mobile casual gaming taking over the world or or is yes. it a is, is it a marketing gimmick is it like is it like the petscom
0: of this era <laughs> yeah you know? the interesting reference there um, I, you know I, I I would I think they're they're generating so much revenue it was inevitable I just thought what was what was interesting to me not was that there was a game a mobile game that was broadcast um, in, 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 the, in the commercials but that there were three of them right three of them is a, is clearly a trend right Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the question will be Are these kinds of things going to take over? I mean, the Super Bowl commercials this year were very underwhelming Oops. in many ways. What the, ah, you the, know, the
1: nationwide uh, commercial about killing a kid? Yeah, right. I uh, mean, that was, that was,
0: I just didn't get that at all. But <laughs> it the, the, bizarre. here's the thing. I, I you know, I, they were definitely, I mean, Super Bowl commercials are generally funny. These were not very funny commercials. And, you know, I, I, I so I thought that was already kind of a miss. And then to see three free-to-play games uh... was just shocking so I, i think we're gonna see this continue as long as there are the kind of budgets that uh... or the kind of the kind of cash flow i should say that these developers are bringing in we're gonna see commercials like that and clearly they spent a lot of money on the uh... kate upton and and the numerous Kate Upton commercials. It's not like well, it's just yeah. one. It's like they made like 20.
1: The thing that I find I, I wonder about is if each company which uh, had the had a mobile their own mobile game to pitch during the Super Bowl. I wonder if each one thought they would be the only one to advertise during the Super Bowl.
0: That's a good question. I don't be, know.
1: Because frankly, except for the Kate Upton one, which is the only one I know of because it's already been advertised ridiculously. Right. Uh, I, I the other the other two really blended together with the with yeah. the game of war one. That's what it is. Game of war. Um, yeah. I don't remember anything about it. I was just like, oh wow, weird. Uh, a free to play mobile games being advertised again. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think they failed potentially. Yeah, I think you're right. I'm bringing in much new audience, but what do I know? Yeah, yeah I don't know. Whatever. So anyway, um, I just thought that was interesting. We'll
0: see how that trend continues with mobile game advertising. It's interesting. Oops. All right, we probably got time for one more. We got to we got to keep this one going. more. Okay. Well, I mean, we're okay. Fine. Okay. Go two ahead.
1: two quick hits. Uh, two quick- this happened the day after our last podcast. Uh, Club Nintendo's ending. This is the uh, the you know fan appreciation arm of Nintendo. You buy games. You they come with a code. You input them, and then you can you know get free stuff basically and they're they're ending it for another service as of yet unnamed or 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 described how it's going to work exactly but uh they're going out with a bang you know they're uh basically you have like another month and a half to put in those codes and you know they have a bunch of new physical prizes um you know like a majora's mask messenger bag and a, a zelda 3ds pouch and um uh, Majora's, or, uh, yeah, Majora's Mask puzzle. You know, some interesting little physical prizes, which people love. But also, dozens of downloadable games that you can exchange these coins that you accumulate for. So, if you have a bunch of uh, you know <clears throat> Nintendo games, especially of the 3DS and Wii or Wii U variety, cash yep. them in now. Sign up for your Club Nintendo account and cash them in. You can get something for free, at least for a little while. And then who knows what will happen when they, when they come up with their new
0: version. Yeah, when they come up with whatever will be really similar, but not the same thing.
1: Uh, exactly. And secondly, and yes, uh, thank you, Andy. Earthbound, only 250 coins <coughs> on, uh, 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 on Club Nintendo for download, virtual console. Get now's a, You have no chance, or, or no excuse, I should say. No chance.
0: You have no chance. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you have no chance. Well, unless live. you have 250 coins, I mean. Well, I guess there's
0: a chance There's there. a pretty good chance. I
1: and guess uh, lastly, not a lot of info on this, but supposedly, or at least there's rumors, that Netflix is making a live-action Legend of Zelda yeah. series. This was this was pretty surprising to me. Which is being billed as a family-friendly Game of Thrones, which is a giant oxymoron. Yeah, what? Wh- wh-
0: I don't. I don't understand what that means. I don't either, but I'm kind of curious. Can you unpack that for me? Like, do they mean? Do they mean that there's a family-friendly show to watch about you know that that's more kind of fantasy setting? They probably they're trying to say. I think
1: they're just trying to say it's in the fa- it's a fantasy setting show. Uh, but the thing is, everyone knows Game of Thrones right now, so they they have to couch it in that
0: you know. Ah, uh, yes. Kind of like
1: how everything was was like a uh, like ten years ago was a Lord of the Ring. If it was fantasy, it was like a Lord of the Rings type thing. You know. Yeah. 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 Yeah,
0: no, I, I yeah I know what you mean. It's it, these things just kind of become the archetypes for you know the, their respective media. Like you know for for you know for about ten years after nineteen ninety nine, everyone was trying to make this is picture the Matrix, but with monkeys. You know, like that that's that was how <laughs> every movie got pitched.
1: That's true, actually. That's that's funny. So I don't know. I I wouldn't say I'm excited for it, but uh, I'm curious. We'll see. I I. I Reserve judgment. to See what happens if it even really gets off the ground. We'll see. It seems like a uh,
0: I don't know. I, but but what do you think about the what about the the weird choice in, in my mind about going live action with it? What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, actually, I'm a little surprised that they would go live action. I would have expected maybe uh, a computer animated. I, I would have expected computer animated, um, 3D type show, as yeah. opposed to live action. I don't. I, that's that's the thing that. Really makes me a little nervous i do 't know unless they well they 're going to have to change it around somehow because I mean, I love Legend of Zelda games. their story is not the strongest point it's it's a more it 's mm. better than Mario games, which the story really doesn 't even matter, but yep. they really have to retool the Legend of Zelda into something different to make it you know gripping as a
0: story so because yeah. um, a lot of the stuff that they- yeah, some of this was exposed, I think, in the in the cartoons uh, back in the uh, early '90s. <laughs> but uh, unless you, uh, this is one of those games you don't really want to unpack the story. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it, it's not. You know, I, I where did I see that? I recently I saw this a quote from John Carmack, the guy that oh. you know, was part of the team that created Doom and Quake. Mm-hmm. He said. Um, Narrative. I think he actually said story, not narrative. He said story in game is like a story in porn movies. Like it's completely <laughs> unnecessary. As in, you know, who, who gives a crap if it's crappy? It, but it's you expect it. It's got to There's got to be some element of narrative there, but it's not at all important, right? Mm-hmm. When you start to unpack the Legend of Zelda and turn it into an actual story, I don't think it's very attractive as a as a show.
1: That, exactly that and that's what i'm wondering about they're gonna have to switch it around immensely because it's not a story yeah. franchise.
0: there's just no but God, how you, where's the we'll story see. here i don't <clears throat> i don't get it Meh. i mean, th- this is why a lot of video game uh properties have done really poorly in other media like movies because there's no story there right uh, not to completely
1: distract from the TNB, but uh, I've been alerted to something horrifying what is that? from the chat. <clears throat> According to the gaming historian, we both wear the same glasses. Oh. I, I think he's right.
0: No. I think so. No? Why? What, what kind of glasses do you have? Don't, uh, don't, don't say. Where'd you get yours from? Um, <laughs> I've had my glasses for a while. I had to think about that.
1: I got mine from China. Anyway... I didn't get mine from China. Um, <clears throat> so uh, and and so what you what John Carmack was saying about the the, the, the stories and video games are like poor and quote obviously he's a little you know am- amazing to think about from someone from the team that made Doom right someone yep. from the team who made Doom you know he might have overstated a bit obviously there are some games that are v- incredibly story heavy some that's all that there yeah. really are I mean we've talked before well, about games like Gone Home and To the Moon right. Um,
0: I get his point. His point is but that I video understand. games are, yeah. you know, an action for the most part. Medium. And it's that, an interactive. Yeah, exactly. Right. right. Um, and that's what people want to play.
1: So before, so and then before we go on to the uh, main topic, I was wondering if people in the chat would like to uh, going back to the last topic we we're talking about. Uh, what uh, Club Nintendo goodie Are you uh, hoping to snag or have you already snagged? I actually
0: wanted to ask that to the chat because I was curious what the uh, hot items might be. And while you're thinking about that, I should also mention, because I neglected to mention it sooner. and We've had a couple questions about this already. How do you ask questions for the question and answer portion of the program? Well, it's very simple. Just tweet at me at it's the Commodore. All one word. Uh, Check me out there. And uh, send me your, your questions, because all the questions that we assemble during the program, I will pick the best ones. Already starting to get a couple here. Or Just the go worst ones. Just the live feed. That could be fun, too. We're not gonna, we, we, we might ask the worst ones, potentially. <laughs> uh, depends if we run out of time. Um, but anyway, so all you have to do is send your questions. Could be about video games, could be about general geekery, could be about uh, meatballs and gravy. Oh. Or the housing market.
1: Have we gotten our question from uh, Ian. Uh, from Pat the NES Punk yet? Someone needs to uh, uh, tweet him and let him know we're awaiting our uh, irreverent question from him.
0: There you go. Very good. Very anyway. Good. All, right. All right. So uh, that's that's I ask a question just so you know. All right, and now you know, and knowing is half the battle.
1: Down 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 down.
0: All right, your turn. I now, messed that wh- up oh, oh wait, wait. So yeah, you did. <laughs> it's okay. Sorry. Um, I knew where you were going, but you just you just failed to get there. Eh, it's fun. So uh, the topic du jour. So we we kind of fell into this topic as we do with most of our topics. By the way, if you want to suggest a topic, you can reach us the same way. Just tweet me at it, it's Commodore. Um, <laughs> nice. Uh, all you, so so I, I, as we were thinking through some of the other, you know, we, we always talk about other stuff that we like, and to a certain degree, you know, we end up. Uh, kind of gravitating in some of the same ways and then you know we always find other ancillary things and you show me wacky youtube videos like last week that give me nightmares forever Um, so you know this for this show we thought wouldn't it be cool to kind of just talk about some of the things that we follow Mm -hmm. on the interwebs because we've gotten questions like that before We've gotten questions about these kinds of things or people will ask us, hey, where do you go get your gaming news? We talked about the the uh, you know, the, the fall of joystick and, and the closing of joystick last last time. You know, where do you get your gaming news? Oh it's yeah. great. Here's, here's where we get our gaming news. It's so Lynn. these are these are the kind of questions that people ask yeah, us. It's Lin Sanity out there, it's folks. Total Lin Sanity. And, and I,
1: I also want to note, I mean, there's, there's obviously fre- like per- people we consider and, and you know, personal friends uh, and friends of the show who have great content that you should check out that we've talked about before. I mean, pretty much everyone on Retroware, past or present, you know, folks like Pat, uh, the gaming historian, uh, uh, Nash, who does Radio Dead Air, um, you know, wonderful, wonderful folks to, to, to follow. But this is these are people that we don't personally know that we enjoy. So yes, dang That's it. True. Maybe this gives you some weird insight into how messed up we are. But mm-hmm. anyway, we, so we'll talk a little bit about each and and maybe why you should be interested in them too. So,
0: um, right, what do we got? All right, so I, I mean, I don't know if you want to start in a particular vein of this, or if you just want to start talking about some of our favorites. I mean, how do you want? How do you want to do it? Let's let's do it. Let's
1: do it by topic, Ken. Let's 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 start out for example on, on per, probably the the most obvious one. We we're here on YouTube right now. Yes. We are
0: YouTubers by definition. Yes. What are some it's of your just favorite? It's
1: kind of scary. Yeah. I don't know. I I've never definition. Yeah, I've never
0: ever referred to myself as a YouTuber, but I guess technically we are in some ways. It's a little weird, but uh, especially when wow. people at work find you. Ooh, that's weird.
1: And then they make fun of you, like, oh, look, it's the celebrity. Like, shit, your face. Anyway. Yeah. Um. a lot. <laughs> so so no, what are your favorite? Actually, I just ha-
0: I'll have people like from across the office like I'll walk in one day and they'll go, Commodore! <laughs> uh, Commodore. I was I was at a friend's house the other day and we were
1: playing uh some PS4 and uh um oh like Sports Friends, which is an awesome uh collection of mini games, and I was like just playing this game for the first time and beating the crap out of someone and this other guy's like, well, What do you expect? You're playing against Rue. I'm like, oh, shut up. Anyway. Oh, God. Anyway, there, there's an insight into our lives. Um, what are some of your favorite YouTube channels there, Kami?
0: Yeah, so um, I got a couple. One that I have come into of late, which I really, really like, is a, uh, a YouTube channel called Crash Course. Hmm. Um, I don't think you've talked to me about this. No, it's 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 really good. I, I've, I've, I've <clears throat> subscribed to Crash Course probably for the last six months, and... You know, uh, I really, I haven't really got into all the ancillary stuff they do, like psychology and blah. blah, blah. The stuff that's really good is the history stuff. Um, not because it is incredibly deep and insightful, but because it's a crash course. So, if you ever wanted to get kind of just a, a ten-minute summary on why World War One happened, hmm. go watch the World War One Crash Course. And you will learn about all the different factors of why World War One began. Uh, <laughs> if you've ever wanted to see a 10-minute synopsis of the Mongols, which is a fan favorite on the uh, Crash Course channel, okay, go check out the video on the Mongols. It's very, very it's good. It's funny. I've, I've, there's so many people on YouTube. I've never even heard of them. They're probably huge.
1: But yes. I got to check them out. All right. Uh, and if you ever want to see a 16-hour synopsis of why World War One happened, well, I think we're going to talk about that. When we talk about our favorite podcasts in a minute, Um, all right, good, good. Uh, I have to go with an obvious one, but it honestly is one of my favorite—not only YouTube channels but um, uh, websites—is Red Letter Media, which is, I mean, uh, many, many. I'm, I would guess, probably eighty percent of the people watching us right now have heard of Red Letter Media. If not, they're the ones that did the seventy-minute Star Wars Phantom Menace review, which is. It's ridiculous. It's set, uh, you know, like told by a creepy old man reviewing this movie for almost the length of the movie. But it is such a thorough deconstruction of why that movie. And then he also did two other reviews uh, of of episode two and three of Star Wars. Why those movies are not good at all. Like why they're like antithetical to why. To what Star Wars as a franchise was right. in the original tri- trilogy, and what happened, and not only like why it's bad, but like what happened behind that. Like, wh- wh- how did Lucas fly off the rails like that? Well, look at this behind the scenes stuff. You can put it together with this, and it just is yep. bri- brilliant, uh, brilliant satire and brilliant commentary. And they also have different shows on Red, Red Letter Media um, besides the Mister Plinkett reviews. Uh, which, if that's all you know them for, you should go back and check uh, that um, half, in ha- the bag. half in the bag, which is their current movie review show. Uh, it's just ridiculous, off the wall comedy, uh, punctuated by you know thoughtful reviews, and then yep. also um, the best of the worst, where they just look at really crappy. That is awesome. Old movies, wheel of the worst, is the best, which is where they yep. basically watch three or four. VHS uh, tapes that are like ten, fifteen minutes long. It's just the most
0: ridiculous thing. People send them a ton of tapes now because yeah. they watch really bad stuff. So people just send them a bunch of tapes that they find in their basement because they think they look ridiculous, <laughs> and then they actually go and watch them if they work. And then all of a sudden, you know, they they, they do a little commentary on them and, yeah. and try to tear them apart, which is great.
1: Fr- Francois Roa. Francois Wa. wa? In the in the in the chance or Francois Roy whatever uh, has never heard of Red Letter Media,
0: you need to do so. RedLitter fantastic stuff. All right, what, I have another YouTube uh, channel. It. I'd like to put a shout out to this. Actually, counts kind of as multiples because these guys have now diversified into a lot of different uh, uh, things. But um, blame Society Films. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorites too. Originally began with. Uh, the Chad Vader series, which won them renown and acclaim.
1: Surprisingly, uh, my least
0: favorite thing they do. But Yeah, I actually really don't like Chad Vader. I think it's really bad. But you know what's really good? <laughs> hey, that's okay. We started out making that kind of shit. That's true. Um, <laughs> but they, they were so, a lot more successful at it. Yeah, well, and they were actually kind of filmmakers. We were just two yokels yeah, at the camp. Yeah, that is also um, true. But the, uh, they, they have... Uh, a couple series that are really, really funny, but but the, the one that I like the best is Beer and Board Games, which you told me about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Beer and Board Games is phenomenal. It's, pre- if you it's pretty like much board what you games, think it is. Yeah, this is, this is actually, actually I, I have a bone to pick with these guys because every time I watch Beer and Board Games, I wonder how in the hell, at the same exact time, we didn't come up with that idea. Because (laughs) it's so fit what we were doing at the time, like just sitting around drinking beer and playing board games. If I could, if we could just tape that stuff and, you know, put a camera on it and put it on the Internet, people would absolutely watch it. Oh, yeah. But anyway, we we totally missed out on that. So what these guys do is go through an entire six pack of beers and they pick a different beer every show and uh, they play Mm. one, generally two board games in one evening session and uh, hilarity ensues, yeah, they right? Just, and they, they
1: edit, I mean, they, I think they also do it as a live stream now,
0: but then yes. they also edit it down into like
1: 12 minute or so uh, best of, you know, for an episode.
0: Right. And, and so yeah. you won't get necessarily, you're not going to learn how to play these games or anything like that. Like I, I, sometimes I would watch it just to say, oh, I saw that game on the shelf. What's that game like? You don't really get a good sense of that. But what you do get are ridiculous songs, <laughs> um, hysterical impressions. Um, Dungeons and Dragons mm-hmm. And uh, lots of Actually lots of role playing hijinks Because many of the people I think are more kind of Comedy troupe um, <laughs> Inspired kind of folks So yes oh
1: yeah They're they're all like uh, I think they probably Mostly met is my gathering That they met uh, doing like uh, uh, Improv Improv so, yep. and you can tell, you know, because they kind of have to go quick on their feet on most of these things. Um, and you'll always
0: see Matt give them a prompt, like yep. he'll, he'll, he'll give them a classic, if any of you've ever been to an improv class, but like he'll give them a classic prompt, like you are <laughs> on a beach and the only thing you have to get off of the beach is a chain with a, with a donut. Go. <laughs> and then you're just sitting there like, oh, my God, how'd I get on this beach? And they'll just
1: yes. find their way way out of it. It's I, I mean, they're just classics. I look up in particular, I think, their their Monopoly and their uh, Candyland episodes are some of my uh-huh. favorites. Uh-huh. I also I want guess. to say, though, part of Blame Society, uh, I actually think I like a little bit better is Welcome to the Basement, which is their That's the other movie, thing I was movie talk. review show. Uh, that which is, is a great show. It's just these two guys. It's a lot, low, lot lower key than beer and board games. But they look at cinema. And you can tell that they are well versed in cinema. Um, yes. They look at cinema from any every decade you can possibly think of. I think they just recently did like some Charlie Chaplin films. Uh, they do recent stuff. They do you know high highfalutin you know uh, art house film basically. Or, and then they also do the blockbusters like Armageddon. Uh, Yeah, it's it's very well
0: done. It's the only uh, criteria that they have is that one of them hasn't seen it before, particularly. Yes. um, One of the hosts hasn't seen it before, but it's they'll they'll go through movies that you probably have seen. And then they're going to go through a lot of movies you haven't seen. And what's really cool is that, you know, it's got an almost MST3K vibe to it because Mm -hmm. they're sitting on the couch for a lot of it, just watching the movie. And they put they cut some of those jokes that they make while they're on the couch into the movie Um that's why I like it, but then they really go into some of the deep. We, we, just like with Red Letter Media, I think their their oh, yeah. analysis of the medium and of the people that make this stuff is uh, is is really really high level. The beer and board game stuff is low brow and high antics. Um, you know, uh, Welcome to the Basement is very much more a, a thoughtful kind of exploration of film, which yeah. is great.
1: And I think you'll probably note that a lot of the things that we like um, probably fall into that same criteria. It's, it's it's what's probably similar to the stuff we try to make. You know, try right. to be entertaining, but at the same time, thoughtful and maybe bring That's something right. more to the table. It's not just necessarily wacky hijinks.
0: Should um, I should I talk about the boozle? I think you should give him a, a, an honorable <laughs> mention, mention, yes. I'm, I'm not really going to talk about it. I, but I do subscribe <laughs> to I, one of my friends... Turned me on to a guy named Oscar Puzzle, O-S-K-A-R, Puzzle. And it's this gentleman, this European gentleman who uh, creates... Um, European gentleman. Ridiculous puzzles. Yeah, but but uh, what are those things? Like Rubik's, Rubik's Cubes? cubes. He He's reinvented the Rubik's Cube approximately 100,000 times. Yeah. And he's so smart that he's actually just made it into all kinds of different puzzles. And people send him stuff and he asks a question at the end. It's, it's kind of mind-bending stuff. And it's always like out in his garden. So he's like out in his little garden. He's like, "Hello, and thank you for watching." That's is Oscar. And he's like, he goes through this whole little puzzle thing, and then you're just sitting there, like, "What do? What the hell do you do with your life?" And He's like, "Thank you for watching." This is my and Oscar, then the video ends.
1: This is my Oscar decahedron, fifty thousand sided. Yes. You know, blah blah. You can and then he shows you how the mechanism yes. works. It's, it and you can see that the mechanism it's, makes
0: this it's very difficult to solve. Is this it's Oscar? it's is this my perusal? It's kind of like. You could put on Oscar. You could just put Oscar on and then just put the headphones on and fall asleep. Because it's just like, you know, like what's he saying? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway. um,
1: All right. So those are some of our YouTube channels. Uh, I was just mentioning this or or, or alluding to this before. But uh, podcasts, some of our favorite podcasts. I've mentioned this before on the show, I think, when people asked. But uh, as opposed to Crash Course, where if you want a 10-minute 10, 10 summary of major historical events like the Mongol invasions or World War One, if you want the 16-hour version, <laughs> you will listen to uh, um, Hardcore History by Dan Carlin. Uh, ah. He is in the middle of I – don't, I don't think he's finished yet. Yep. It, he's like done five parts called uh, that he's in the middle of called uh, Countdown to Armageddon, I believe. Which Hmm. is about World War One. Oh wow! I know you—you've heard this podcast before, right? I
0: I have, yes, but not—I had not this particular
1: series. Oh, I'm fascinated by World War One. It's—it's kind of the forgotten war, at least in America. Um, You know, everyone talks more about World War Two because it was a lot clearer what was going. Like there was there was a clear enemy that was bad, you know, and there was a clear victory. World War One is so much more gray. And uh, it's kind of fascinating to me. But anyway, um, if you have the time and you're into history, definitely check it out. I like it. Yes. Uh, and and uh, yeah, Jester of Roanoke. I mean, yes, the CU podcast, the completely unnecessary podcast by Patney. And Ian. again, we're not here to talk right now for this episode about friends of the show. Uh, we right. we we you know we love all those guys anyway. So this is yes. more the stuff of people we don't
0: personally know. We but, but, but we would yeah. like to meet. So if any of you have connections, totally, well, like like hook us up because I'd love to high five Matt from Welcome to the Basement. <laughs> anyway, um,
1: actually, what's I have funny one. is that
0: the Blame Society
1: folks and the yeah. uh, Red Letter Media folks—I think they're both based out, based out of Milwaukee,
0: Wisconsin. Of all yeah. places, yeah. is that weird? Something in the water there. I think it's cheese. If they got in a fight, who would win?
1: Uh, Matt, because he's—he's got the body mass and the,
0: what it's pure muscle. I think Mike could totally take him with a beer bottle uh. to the head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's that seems like his that would be his M.O. OK, so didn't ch- see any of those guys getting mad enough to fight each other. But anyway, so check that out. Hardcore history. <clears throat> so one of the shows that inspired this show is what I'm going to talk about now. The Joe Rogan experience. What? No, no. Oh. Um, and well, anyway, I'm, I'm not going to get into some of the podcasts that that became really popular and I also listened to but this was one that, that specifically for this website I wanted to you know kind of bring to the clan of the great wolf and that is retronauts oh yes perfect the retronauts podcast so a long time ago retronauts actually was tied to was it I it was one up mm-hmm. uh yeah yeah and uh, I, I really really enjoyed it because they they were it was very much Retro games and only retro games, right? And they would talk about, you know, um, they would do, you know, uh, some of the uh, they would do reviews of, of old games that were released for new systems. Um, they would talk through some of the classics. They would tell some of the old stories and, and do a lot of research on them. And uh, the show is really, really good. And it, it to me. That helped to inspire what we do here because I wanted it to be—I wanted the show that we were going to talk we were going to you know kind of bring to to bear uh, to be kind of informed and thought out, but not necessarily um, you know polished down to down to you know the whole presentation and everything. And and they they do a great job of that. It's it's very kind of off the cuff. You can tell these guys, but but they know what they're talking about, mm-hmm. and that's why I love Retronauts. And it, and it continues to this day, although not a part of 1up.com, and with, I think, none of the original members of the podcast.
1: Uh, no, they have – the they, uh, Jeremy Parrish is in, on there a lot.
0: Oh, he is. Mm-hmm. He is. Okay, he's on, yeah. he's on there now. Okay, good. And, yeah, okay. Uh, and they bring in – Because there was a while when Jeremy Parrish
1: wasn't on it, right? The, uh, for a while, near, near the end of the 1up days, Jeremy Parrish was not the host anymore. Um, yeah. It was it was all Bob Mackie. I And I think Bob and Jeremy kind of sw- Swap from from what I've heard of the recent issue ep- issues episodes, I think they might kind of swap host duties depending. Yeah, but sure. um, no, I mean the fact that they uh, they're independent and they had a successful Kickstarter uh, about a year or two ago, and uh, I think that's done nothing but help. You know that yeah. they're uh, get it out. Uh, brilliant, brilliant podcast. So. Love it. Um, do, 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 do. You want to do more another podcast real quick, or
0: do you want to move on to another topic? I uh, could do either. Do Let's a, do quick hits on the podcast. I got one more podcast. Do a quick hit. So, I'm my quick hit on the podcast is one I mentioned last show, which is uh, any of you that have followed for about a decade now Maddox <laughs> on the best site in the universe. He now has a show called The Biggest Problem in the Universe. Uh, which my Google now always reminds me when a new put po- when a new show comes out. Really, but uh, yep, but It is very very raunchy and very inappropriate for children. Yeah. So if you are easily offended by language um, Sexist or racist comments <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, good You are fun. overly political correct. Uh, I would not recommend listening to it if, yeah. if those things don't offend you and you just want good kind of throw-down conversations uh, about problems that are really probably pretty small, but can seem kind of big at times. Uh, I'll give you, you know, example like the high price of steak, for example, is one of the things that they talked about. Uh, if that's something that, that annoys you and you want to hear two guys, two uh, gentlemen talk about that, gentlemen, it is, uh, it is a fantastic show. Well, since
1: since we're talking about uh, podcasts that don't uh, need any sort of ratings bump from us, I might as well bring up uh, good job, brain. Which is uh, an offbeat trivia podcast uh, hosted by uh, four four folks, one of whom is Chris Kohler from Wired, um, mm-hmm. who you, you know, most people might know for his video game coverage. But yes. it's uh, a- as a fan of trivia, it's a really interesting podcast. They have a topic each week, and then they kind of come up with quizzes on the topic. They come up with little like five minute in depth discussions on something related to that topic like um, maybe they have a show on magic at, right. like magic tricks and stuff and they'll have um uh, like me, and one of them will say, "Well, here's the background on like some magic words, like where did Alakazam and Hocus Pocus come from, you know, huh. stuff like that." Uh, hmm. And then they'll have like uh, a, a quiz about, like, "Okay, so uh, here are the you know name the the magical fictional character uh, after I give you a description, you know, stuff like that." It's interesting. Good job, brain is is a good one to check out. Yeah. Interesting. I like that. Uh, we are both fans of Reddit.
0: We are both fans of Reddit. Which are, is, are, are you? Would you consider yourself a redditor?
1: I, I wouldn't like. To, I don't like saying that.
0: But <laughs> no, I don't either. Because I, I actually have never. I don't think I've ever commented, upvoted anything. I, I really very, am just a lurker. I ve- I am
1: mostly a lurker as well as are probably most people. But if you're not aware, Reddit is, oh, geez, it's just a platform for pretty much anything you want to talk about. People yeah. submit uh, news stories, pictures, or just posts to Just with a discussion yeah. right and there are these things called subreddits which are basically topic forums within reddit so for example you will have the um, the news subreddit where you talk about news then you'll have the world news where you'll talk about world news then you'll have politics where you know obviously self self explanatory so we but, both as f- you know frequent people on reddit have some of our favorite subreddits uh, right. this has actually been a question to us before so uh, maybe maybe a little quickly would you like to go down a few of your favorites
0: yeah let's see so um, I love the DIY subreddit because I am somebody that loves to line up a ton of projects that I'm never going to do and then just stare at them uh, but I like to see what people do with, with DIY that's pretty cool mm-hmm. um, let's see Uh one I really love is called History Porn. I hate the name, but yeah.
1: I know, yeah, I mean, it's, it's as, Everything as you'll something see with a lot of yeah, yeah,
0: because there's, you know, if you go, there's, uh, you know, um, you can, like a, a great way to snag wallpapers that are really high resolution photos mm-hmm. is to go to something called Earth Porn. But Earth Porn is made up of like 10 different categories. You know, it's like Arctic and... You know, you know, summer or like all these different pieces you can pull together. You can click and get a, get the, another subreddit of of uh, wallpapers, but they all have the porn name on them, and I, I don't really like that. But the history porn is really cool because it's it's a it kind of uh, shows historically interesting photographs. Generally, is what it is. So you know, they'll show pictures of things that were. Historically significant, like like famous world leaders caught in a candid moment before something disastrous happened, or you know, just just pictures that um, that people that are history buffs are interested in, and uh, so that's one of my favorites. Um, some of my favorites
1: uh, include um, again going to the one or the uh, <clears throat> World War thing, World War One thing again. Uh, there's a subreddit called Hundred Years Ago which basically mm-hmm. just talks about what was in the news literally a hundred years ago. Uh, yep. And if you haven't noticed, or if you don't know, uh, World War One started about a hundred years and a half ago. So yeah. it's been really fascinating to have that subscribed to and see what pops up. Like, oh, hey, this uh, battle just happened. And this is how people of the time, you know, yep. thought the fallout would be. You know, that's, interesting. that's
0: cool. That is cool.
1: Yeah. Um, a few, if you are uh, into uh, in-depth discussions on a few, uh, you know, ed- ed- uh, in educ or what am I trying to say? Not edutainment. <laughs> what, what, Infotainment. No, what's what's the actual name for something that's entertainment? Thank you. Uh- uh, a few things, like for example, if you're a fan of Star Trek. Don't go to the Star Trek subreddit necessarily. Go to Daystrom Institute, uh, which is where you go for in-depth discussion, like super hardcore, nerdy discussion about Star Trek. (laughs) If you are a fan of Doctor (laughs) Who and you want some in-depth discussion, go to Gallifrey, the the Gallifrey subreddit. If you want to uh, talk about uh, um, the Game of Thrones books, you go to ASO. IAF, which is A Song of Ice and Fire, and they have really great in-depth discussions as they wait for George R.R. R. Martin to
0: finish the next book. The Game of Thrones subreddit is really, really good too, though. I the Game of Thrones is
1: also good. That's more
0: related to the HBO series. Yep, And they label everything, so you're never going to read a spoiler mm-hmm. if you use the subreddit.
1: Um, beyond that, I mean, there's... Uh, um, oh, we forgot
0: that in the uh, the News and Notes, the, uh, the, new, the new special that aired over the weekend for Game of Thrones. Oh, I didn't see it. Did you see it? I have seen it. How is it? It they, is very good. They spoil everything? They don't spoil anything. I can spoil everything for you. Don't do it. You tried last, actually you did last time. I just don't know if what you said was true. Ooh. See, this is, this is the problem, I'm never gonna know.
1: And, and uh, I'm gonna end a little bit there on uh, mildly interesting, which is just a fun subreddit.
0: Mildly interesting is hilarious.
1: Because it's literally it, things that are, you look at it and it's like, oh, that is mildly interesting.
0: But I I came upon one that I think is even better, which is mildly infuriating, which are things that oh, are the small that little one. things in life that really piss you off, <laughs> or mildly no piss you off, yeah, or mildly piss you off,
1: and uh, actually Narbro Taka in the chat has a good one out of the loop is a great subreddit if you if like me you don't spend 20 hours a day on the internet and something suddenly becomes a ridiculously big thing or yeah. an internet drama or whatever out of the loop is a great one to go to to understand wait what the hell is going on with this thing like what, that's, that's why that's is every, why is everyone talking about uh Kanye West right now? I don't know.
0: Yeah. Who, who is Kanye West? I'm out
1: of the loop. Anyway.
0: Um, uh, so I like, there's another one. I, I'm going to mention two as quick hits. One is Photoshop battles. <laughs> just because it's worth a good laugh. Um, they take, uh, you know, basically any image you could think of and then people will go and make a, they'll just take something horribly out of context or whatever and put it into Photoshop and try to make it into something that's not good for a quick laugh. And then one that I have found recently that I really really enjoy, which is also the quick laugh variety is called You Don't Surf. What is now that? why is why is it called You Don't Surf? Cuz don't I don't surf. know. But here's all I can guess. <laughs> here's okay. here's what happens in You Don't Surf, okay? People take stock images from like whatever, Shutterbug or whatever.com, the place with all the stock photos. Oh yeah. Or Shutterstock or whatever it is. Shutter and, Shutterbug stock. Yeah, whatever, whatever they are. Shutter Woodstock, I don't know. The P- point is uh, they take the stock photos from that with watermark and tax, as in, as in blatantly a fact that they ripped it off, right? And then they string the, those photos that, that have nothing to do with each other together into a narrative, right? Mm-hmm. So the reason why I think it's called You Don't Surf is because if you've ever seen an advertisement that utilizes a stock photo, you can generally tell that the person in the photo has no idea what they're doing.
1: Uh, that reminds right? me of stuff like "Where did the soda go?"
0: Yeah, you, you told me about that. Yeah, about that.
1: Yeah, it, it, yeah. It takes little gifts, uh, um, and yes, they're gifts uh, from uh, in, you know, like infomercials that of people doing ridiculously stupid things that need to be fixed by overpriced, uh, only on TV things, and uh, it just shows how ridiculous life. It's based off of a thing where. Uh, Originally, someone made a gift from an infomercial where like someone was like, you know, opening soda or (laughs) some I can't even remember. And it like they they put their hands up and like the soda like just went everywhere and they're like, where did the soda go or something like that? Or someone has a giant, giant bowl of popcorn, and they're sitting on their chair, and they knock it over, and it just goes everywhere. And then they're like, oh, God, and they fall out of the chair. I don't know. It's just ridiculous. Anyway, yeah, it's basically that kind of thing. And by the way, it is, it is Shutterstock.com. So ah, they, they take it I off was, Shutterstock. I needed to know.
0: But what's funny is there's so <laughs> many horrible, horrible, horrible stock photos taken for apparently no reason. Like, I don't know how you get into the stock photo industry. Uh, but apparently, there's money there. I've wondered about that. How do you become a stock photo model? I don't know. Like, it's just random people that can aren't we, even attractive. Can we in look many into cases. that? Yeah, we could look into that. All right. Throw um, our own stock photo site, Clean of the Grey Wolf stock photo.
1: And then probably the last thing to talk about is uh, Twitter. Twitter. Who do you follow on Twitter? Well, you know, you could always follow uh, Rue underscore C O T G W and It's the Commodore for fun times every day. Yep, just throwing um, it out there. Alternately, and
0: Cotgw, that, that for a matter of fact, too. That's a good. Point. Um,
1: yeah. So, I mean, do you? I don't
0: follow a ton of people.
1: Do you follow a ton of people? I do not follow a ton of people because I like to be able to actually read my Twitter feed. And if I follow yeah. very many more people, yeah. it it's would be, be ridiculous. So, yep. Good
0: point. Um, but who do you follow? Um, you know, I, I've got various kinds of folks. I, I, I. I, I when I first joined Reddit, the first thing I thought of was this is kind of the perfect medium for comedians. So I started just following a bunch of comedians. Yeah. Uh, that worked pretty well, like Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan's and, a good one. You know, um, uh, uh, not ever since you said Joe Rogan experience, Joe Rogan is stuck in my head. And I do not follow <laughs> Joe Rogan. Just to be clear, I don't follow Joe Rogan um you know but uh i don't even know i i filled my my because once you click one there's like 10 other things that are like it so i just went through and clicked it. and then i ended up getting rid of all those comedians because it was just kind of like eh yeah eh. yeah I
1: got kind of bored with it after a little while um uh well i follow anna kendrick because no you don't i do
0: You're such a liar
1: no she's actually funny and she's a pats fan so that's nice oh i hate her I follow the Cooper Cat because I want to know what meows he's coming up with on a daily basis. Uh, <laughs> beyond that, uh, there's folks in the gaming industry that uh, are are good yeah. to follow. Uh, we talked before about um, <clears throat> crap. Uh, I literally just talked about him. Um,
0: I don't know what you're. Do- oh, Chris
1: uh, Kohler. Mean- Chris Kohler. Chris Kohler from Wire. who yeah. is uh, Koboon Heat. Uh, K O B U N H E yeah. A T there's also um, <clears throat> uh, Jeremy Parrish who is uh, the ho- the host of Retronauts and also uh, works on usgamer.net um, mm. net uh, he is at Game Spite uh, these are these are folks that come up with actual like good news they're on t- they're on the beat of news so you are more likely to find news via these Twitter feeds than going to a website so to right. answer your question from before what gaming websites do you frequent I don't a lot anymore I just check Twitter because if p- these people are talking about it it is news and they'll usually have pithy and interesting things to say about it I like it Meh.
0: Um, I, I got one I remembered which is one of the first people I ever followed on Twitter Shooter McGavin oh god why Shooter McGavin Well, Shooter <laughs> McGavin you might ask is not even a real person you would be right Shooter McGavin is a character from Happy Gilmore a 1995 movie starring Adam Sandler um, Anyway, some genius before people started coming up with spoof accounts basically have one of the original spoof accounts This was a Shooter McGavin <clears throat> where he basically he comments on all of the sporting news, right? But in in a way that Shooter McGavin would comment, and sometimes gives really horrible life advice. As Shooter McGavin, <laughs> which is awesome, Shooter so. baby, pew pew, pew pew, double uh, double <laughs> double pistols, <clears throat> smoking like it. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I've actually followed a couple of uh, more jokey accounts, like that kind of novelty accounts, like 80s yeah. Don Draper, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, TNG season eight uh which have some fun stuff but unfortunately aren't all that active anymore uh, yeah i mean i hate these people that you follow and then they just stop being active after a yeah, while they're they not doing anything what is you know, up they with are that? making
0: videos or losers yeah. yeah
1: anyway that's what i got Sure.
0: yeah sorry right, so that's the uh any anybody else that you feel like you just want to uh I, I th- show people before we sign off from the topic and move I, on to the question. I, th- I think
1: we're pretty good. If, if there's I guess we can say if there's anything, anything else you want our favorites of uh, from Internet or uh, Internet land, they could send you send you the question.
0: That's right. And if you have that a question such as that or, or any other kind of question, all you have to do to ask it and maybe we'll answer it on the air. You know, if we happen to like the question, just tweet me at it's the Commodore, all one word. And uh, we will, uh, you know, we get some some coming in. So why don't we, with that in mind, shift to the third portion of the program, the question and answer portion.
1: Yes. And so while you're digging through for um, questions, uh, mm-hmm. I do want to take a moment just to remind everyone that we are a real life podcast on iTunes and Android, <clears throat> and I guess Windows Phone for both of you that have those. Um, so all you need to do is search for Echo Screen Live, and you'll find us. If you are so. Uh, you know, something. If you if you are interested, you may also give us ratings, uh, especially on iTunes. That helps us out a lot, uh, mm-hmm. and we really appreciate them. And actually, I was I'd like to start out uh, before we do the question and answer with a an actual rating or a review that we've gotten. There, there are some thoughtful reviews that we've gotten on iTunes, and I really appreciate them. I mean, we we do read these folks, and actually, I'm gonna I'm going to uh, to read one right now. Uh, just so we can, you know, take it in a little bit.
0: This podcast sucks. I don't ever want to listen to it ever again, and you shouldn't either.
1: Actually, yes. So, this is our lowest rating. This is a three star, which I guess is good if that's your lowest rating. Oh, uh, b- but some good uh, things to note here uh, we can address. Uh, from L. Ganador Dose, Ganador Dose, sorry, uh, has some value, but not entirely. <laughs> I've watched several episodes, and there seems to be regular device and platform baiting in the first third of the show. Fair enough. I think that's pretty
0: fair. Platform baiting. I guess so. That's that's fair enough. I yeah. mean,
1: just because Apple sucks, it happens. Right. Yep. Uh, yep. It gets old after a while. Okay, so fair enough. So we should probably you know lean off the platform baiting for a little bit. We did pretty good today, sure. I thought. I thought we did pretty good. Yeah, we did. We did. Uh, and also, the first and second thirds of the show generally drag due to analysis paralysis, which I love that phrase. Actually, yeah. I've heard that before. That's a good one. Um, so, I mean, that's... analysis
0: paralysis could be the name of our program.
1: We should have called it analysis paralysis. Can we I change
0: I, the name, please? I think analysis paralysis is kind of the point. <laughs>
1: that's the thing. I, I don't is know. I, it is kind of the point of the show. If you know, it's like you were saying before. Sometimes you want the ten minute. Review of World War One. Sometimes right. you want the 16-hour one.
0: That's it. And you're never going to please everybody. Right. Because, so,
1: yeah. I mean, I, so thank you very much, El, El Ganados Dos, for the uh, review. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, take it under consideration for sure. Um, yes. Analysis paralysis. That's a good one. I, I, so, so basically. So, this is an
0: Apple fan that, that didn't really like our banter. <laughs> Got it. Okay.
1: So, basically, I just need to kick you in the face when you're uh, uh, analyzing things too much, which never right. happens. Yes. Yes. Never, never. Anyway, so yes, if you would like to add your own rating and review, please do so uh, on on uh, on uh, Apple iTunes Store. Thank you.
0: Yeah. All right, cool. All right. Um, let's get to some questions. So here's one, uh, and I am not even going to attempt the 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 last name here. I'm just going to go with with the first names, and I like to do that anyway because it doesn't reveal who I'm actually. Anyway, uh, this is a question from. A new vong, cool. How do you guys feel about budget titles for modern game consoles? Do you own any, and are they worth the asking price? I'm going to say that a new vong meant to ask big budget titles. No, I thought he about, meant.
1: I think he means budget, as
0: in like cheap, cheap games. Not not oh, the budget triple, titles, not the AAA a- games. It says, and are they worth the asking price? Like, so that seems to me like.
1: No, I, the I'm so. going to take it. Out of, I'm going to take All him at his
0: word yeah. there. Okay. You go, can answer the, how you like, but uh, hey, go
1: I'm going to assume he means budget titles, meaning small budget, mm-hmm. which can fall into one of two categories. There can be um, old games mm-hmm. that are brought up in a virtual console-like atmosphere, um, or, or PlayStation Network, or, or such. Uh, so to address those, uh, yeah, for example, uh, it, it's 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 it can be worth the price. Uh, Nintendo just did a thing where they launched Wii games for download on virtual console on Wii U. They had specials with um, some of the hardest to find Wii games, like Super Mario Galaxy 2, uh, which I have, they don't have, never have played, but heard great things. I got that. Metroid Prime Trilogy, got that. Ten bucks each. That's great. Um, Some other things like, um, uh, crap. Uh, what's that street beat em up game early from the NES era. Era, it's oh, uh, um, not bad. Dudes, it's worse than that. It Street Champion. Oh, I feel. Oh, so, I know what you're talking you about. Wanna, oh, I'm blanking. Anyway, that yeah. that is not Urban Champion. That urban is Jam- not worth five bucks. So, no. so not so much. The other thing is uh, something we've talked about a lot is indie games, which are also generally budget titles.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And, and, and but I think those are generally. More worth the price than some of the old games because, as as I start to think about some of these things, you know, how how do you consume an old a retro game, right? How do you consume a retro game? Do you want to play it on a modern console? Do you want to play it, uh, you know, with uh, the you know the old hardware or whatever? I don't know. And I think sometimes if if you're gonna charge me ten bucks. For a game that's 20 years old so I can play on a Wiimote, that seems a little bit excessive to me. It just doesn't... I don't know. I don't feel right about that. I, I'd rather pay 10 bucks and buy an indie game.
1: I Exactly. And I was just saying the other day how much fun I was having with... Um, or I was just saying uh, a little while ago, talking about how I was having fun not too long ago with uh, 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 Sports Friends, which is mm. downloadable on PS4, uh, which is just like... It, it, as the name says, it's it's really for multiplayer use, but mm-hmm. it's it's one of the great party games you can come across. You know, yes. kind of like Nintendo Land, basically. You know, the 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 party the the local multiplayer party game is becoming a bit of a lost art, uh, but something like that is like ten bucks, really well spent in my mind.
0: So. Nice. And by the way, you interpreted his question correctly. He let me know. Cool. Lower price games. Okay, so let's go to. Trippin Drago asks, what are your favorite video game villains? Ooh. Kefka. Yeah, I was going to say Kefka as well. Really? Uh, Wesker
1: from Resident Evil. Yeah, never got as much the Resident Evil, but sure, why not? Dracula from Castlevania. What is a man? No, really, what? what is a man?
0: Nothing but a miserable pile of secrets. Thank you.
1: Um, <laughs> you sound so, so sad when you yeah. Uh, I'd say that Jumped
0: one. right into that one. Um, man, who else? Really? Sephiroth was pretty cool in his eh, day. Meh. Eh. He's a warmed-over Kefka.
1: Kefka mm. destroyed
0: the world, man. Yeah, Kefka was... Come on. And, and did it for the fun of it. Yeah. Uh, he, he didn't I'm, have motivations like, uh, like Sephiroth.
1: He's, he's the Joker. Yeah, he, he is. You know, he just wants to see the world burn.
0: Yeah. He Literally. Does. He does. Come on. It's pretty bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, all right, that's that's pretty good. We we named a lot of good villains there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um Super Grubba asks, what, <laughs> if any, is your favorite piece of video game merchandise that you own that isn't a figurine or a poster? Ooh. A figurine or a poster.
1: Uh, so I have a um and we've showed this before uh during the uh marathon, but the um like Super Nintendo Game Boy NES like uh fluorescent display yeah, which used to show in stores, which is a lot of fun.
0: It's really good. That's a good one. Also, I don't have a lot of video game merchandise outside of the I mean I have a lot of old consoles which I enjoy, but
1: Something else I picked up in uh, Portland for 20 bucks at the Portland Retro Gaming Expo is this marquee for uh, Super Mario Brothers, the uh, arcade game, which cool. is some classic artwork there. But also, I mean, this literally was the first arcade game I played, so it's just awesome to have that. The interesting thing, especially about this historically, is that after a while, companies stopped shipping whole new marquees. What they would do is send uh, basically... Um, you know giant stickers which went on the back of old marquees that yes they didn't want to use anymore so this is actually used to be a uh a popeye marquee oh. so from nintendo interesting but it, i mean again that was 20 bucks and it's awesome it's it's uh personally it means a lot to me yeah meaningful because I, I remember spending a lot of time going to the arcade to just play super mario brothers before i realized there was such a thing as an nes so nice
0: um, I really don't have a lot of stuff. It's not merch. It's not. Uh, well, what about or... uh, that poster there behind you? Well, but that's a poster. You said oh. that's not a figurine or a poster.
1: Uh, it's a picture. It's not a poster. How about that? It's a,
0: it's a picture. <laughs> um, those of you that watch the marathon will know where that came from. But and I guess that, that that is kind of I mean it's not like a poster for a video game it's more of like you know it's it's it's, it's art
1: yeah it's it's independent it's artwork pixel art yeah yes. it is it's
0: beautiful from uh, Sonic the Hedgehog I which is two. Which uh,
1: reminds me to bring up that uh, marathon the big marathon prizes are shipping uh, very shortly the smaller ones have already gone out. We actually have a PO box I, I before I shipped anything out, I was prompted and decided it was the best idea to get a PO box for a return address mm-hmm. uh, so that you know things don't get lost in the mail if they are undeliverable but as a side note, that means we actually have a P.O. Box now. In the past, I've had, I've had people ask us, you know, we have a Clan of the Gray Wolf P.O. Box. So if you wanted to say, you do not have to, but if you would like to send us anything to the Commodore or I, you can send it to P.O. Box 833, Morrisville, North Carolina, 27560, and we will we will get it. So, yep.
0: Thank and you. And make sure it's in a bow. It has to be in a bow where we won't want it. We want it. Um, Morgan asks, what do you consider the GameCube's equivalent to Earthbound? Man, that's the a tough GameCube's question. GameCube's equivalent? The GameCube's equivalent to Earthbound. I feel like Morgan is asking uh, for something. Like, they want you us to say something ways. very specific.
1: And <laughs> it's not coming to mind.
0: I, I cannot... Now, listen, I didn't own a GameCube because I don't believe in in tissue boxes that suddenly decide oh, they're going to be game systems. Come on. Your brother but, had a
1: GameCube and you enjoyed
0: it. I mean, I, I must say, I, we, we played plenty of uh, Smash Brothers. I, I'm just saying... Mario sports games on it were good, too. Tennis? Mario Tennis? Mario Golf? Mario, Mario Golf was... <laughs> Was there was no Mario Golf like there was Mario Golf in the 64? Eh. It's kind of like the it's kind of to me, Mario Golf is like Mario Kart, it was better in the 64, even though it wasn't as pretty.
1: Okay, well, that's true. Uh, ooh. I mean, a game that was like Earthbound,
0: there you if, go. If t- I, think, I think that's what they're asking for because I, I you know. I didn't really like Earthbound. I could name a lot of games I don't like on you. So. There weren't a lot of I mean Earthbound. I don't know, Earthbound's tough. It's a, that's a tough game to draw. There weren't a now. huge amount of RPGs
1: on the system. Uh, maybe Tales of Was it Tales of Arcadia? Anyway. Uh, but I'm gonna take this to mean what is a what is what is the cult classic of the GameCube? That's how I'm going to take this mm-hmm. question. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. that's good. I like I'm, that. That's a good. One. I'm going to go with Eternal Darkness. Yeah. Which got more love at the time than Earthbound did in its time, I think. You're probably right. And hasn't necessarily. It doesn't have the diehard fan base necessarily that Earthbound does now. But it was a game that many people who played it really loved. Yeah. Uh, and it was kind of a one off. Um kinda like Earthbound was in America. And uh it was it did a lot of new and innovative things and, and I thought it was interesting. So mm. Tales of Symphonia, that's what they're doing.
0: Tales of Symphonia.
1: So that's how I'm gonna answer that question. Dang it.
0: I like it. I, hey I like it. You, at least
1: you have an answer. I got nothing. Skies of Arcadia. Thank you, Oprah Winfrey, who was in the chat.
0: Boom. Oh,
1: also uh, Cubivore. I've never played Cubivore, but I understand that's an, a a neat little game. Uh on the GameCube that's kind of quirky like
0: Earthbound so. Nice. That's a good one. Uh, Pond Life. Good good friend of the program Pond Life has a question for us. What is your favorite YouTube guilty pleasure? Mm. I said YouTube. Oh. I said YouTube. I said YouTube. I'm just,
1: I'm just talking about YouTube. I'm
0: just talking about YouTube. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you should go first uh you uh, we talked about this one briefly so uh, sometimes i i I have a very stressful job okay and so a lot of times i have to de-stress myself oh this is gonna be good and one of the ways that i do that is to uh listen to um there's various and sundry people that do this thing it's it's called asmr i don't know what it stands for oh you are creepy but yeah, it is. It's kind of creepy, but at the same time, it's very relaxing. That's why I'm, it's relaxing. I almost wanted to it, do an episode on this. Yeah, you you can you just put the headphones. You don't have to use headphones. You can just sit there if you want to relax or you just want to take some deep breaths and just kind of people speaking very quietly. And if you ever if you've ever seen like if you ever watched a Bob Ross show on PBS and thought, "Geez, I could just listen to this and go to sleep," ASMR is for you. It's the same kind of premise. You get people that are kind of talking about stuff gently. They're not like Talking about anything you're even interested in, they're just talking, and you just kind of listen to it and go to sleep. That's what it's that's what it's there for. Um, so that's my that's my guilty pleasure. Uh,
1: so guilty pleasure meaning video or channel or did she say?
0: Uh, neither. So just whatever. I mean, I, I gave you a whole host of channels potentially. I just gave you a theme. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: Um, excuse me. There I don't know. I'm looking through my favorites right now because I'm sure I
0: have a guilty pleasure video in here or two. The other the other guilty pleasure I have is absolutely still to this day, I cannot get enough YouTube poop. Yeah, I that's really get your thing. I cannot I don't even know what I don't know what's wrong with me, folks. I have no <laughs> idea. But I love YouTube poop. It's absolutely hilarious. And uh I, I have to call out one thing. It, 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 youtube pooper duh things one i think is what it's called he does he does a youtube poop of how it's made you know the canadian show about like how people make stuff in a factory oh my god laugh out loud funny two episodes hilarious um
1: (laughs) uh man crappy crap 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 I'm looking at I'm looking at these things. Some of the you are bad at the guilty pleasures. I am. I I have no guilty pleasures. Actually, no. You know what? Do you you, know? Do you follow
0: Anna? Do you subscribe to Anna Kendrick's channel on YouTube? Does she have a YouTube channel? Because I should. Okay, there you go. So it's that. I I think I just answered your question.
1: Um. uh, Do you know who Nigella Lawson is? No. She. Some people in the chat might know. uh, She is a British. Uh, TV chef person TV cooking personality I should say it that way Mm -hmm. who is uh, rather voluptuous even though she's like in her late 40s and stuff but um, like the way she talks and says things by itself already kind of oozes a sexiness like, she'll uh, talk about, like, oh, the creme in this is so... <laughs> bubbles on your mouth or whatever. I don't know. That's not sexy, but you know what I'm trying to say. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. someone, like, edited bits and pieces together and made it, like... Like, it's called Nigella's Sexy Kitchen that I have sitting here like in my a- favorites. It's just, like like, mixing up what she's saying to make it sound so ridiculously dirty. It's hilarious. So I'm going to yep. go say that
0: one. That's... That's awesome. <laughs> um... Uh, I kind of want to watch it now after this. I'm telling you, man, there's there's a lot of lot of lot of great stuff out there. A lot of comic gold. Just got to find it.
1: One other thing is uh, I have something here called the Gary Posner film reel. He is the guy whom this is re- this is Sounds I don't, know, really if it's, what I don't know if it's a if it's a guilty pleasure, but it's really random. A Decade ago on the History Channel, there was a miniseries called The Revolution, and it was about mm. the American Revolution, and it had yes. all sorts of you know uh r- you know dramatic reenactments of things that happened during the american revolution and there were, there was this piece this particular piece of music that kept playing every once in a while that's hilarious um <laughs> because it would just start and it would go like okay I'm not doing it very well I'm gonna like pick it up here hold on um wow that is really really. <laughs>
0: Shut up. Hold on. I'm gonna actually play it thought of another guilty pleasure. I love the documentary subreddit And if you go to the documentary subreddit, it just lists all kinds of documentaries that are generally free and available on YouTube and I will put that stuff on and I will go to sleep to it in about 15 minutes and forget all about it. Okay. But anyway, okay. I love doing this.
1: So you're going to be lost on this. We're going in the weeds now, folks. But uh, you're going to be lost because you can't hear this. But basically, I found this piece of music hilarious. And I, I searched for it before I could find it on YouTube. Because to find a, a musical score for a documentary film. Like he does multiple documentary films and he does the scores for them. Not Mm. easy to find, but I found this and I saved it to my favorites. But anyway, I love this little piece of music right here because it basically reminds me of like if if or makes me think if George Washington held a rave. Yeah. Now here's the music. Okay, here it comes. You know, because this music is playing over, like Washington trudging through the snow and crossing the Delaware. It's just hilarious to me. It's also kind of awesome, frankly. Wow. Anyway, okay, that was that was less of a guilty pleasure, more of a random thing, and I think we lost like 20
0: people who were waiting for me to find that. Anyway. All right, that's okay. we we're, we'll, uh, we're, we're 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 moving on. Okay, so uh, Joseph asks Bach, Mozart, or Beethoven. Ooh, Mozart. <clears throat> yeah, I mean Mozart's.
1: I mean, if you've never seen Amadeus, which I know is somewhat uh, dramatized for effect, it's uh, it's still a fa- he's a fascinating figure and a, a, a literal genius. Um, yeah,
0: you kind of go, you know. The the man that invented the rules of music, Bach, Beethoven, the Romantic, and mm-hmm. Mozart, the genius. Mm-hmm. Just depends on what mood you're in. And they're all they're all great though. All great. Obviously. Um, let's see. Anton asks, name your three essential NES and or SNES games that aren't made by Nintendo. Ooh. Enix. Oh. Or any of the major publisher. What the, what the hell? Is this? This? <laughs> okay. Oh, I love, uh, you know, Rex Ronan, uh, Cavity Ooh. Fighter, or whatever that thing was. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Experimental Surgeon? No. Yeah, whatever. What was he? Remember? Yeah. Like, you just go into there and you, like, shoot the
0: teeth? How about how about one of each? Because I don't know if we can come yeah. up with three. Dude, I, I, made I'm lost. When, when they said Nintendo, I was like, "Oh, okay, we can do this." And then I started. I kept reading, and then I went, "Oh crap! I shouldn't have read this question." Because <laughs> um, yeah, if you take off, if you take off Capcom and Konami, you basically eliminate three quarters of every NES game ever made. Yeah,
1: those guys were the MVPs, especially in the NES era.
0: Yeah, like there was there's basically nothing else.
1: Holy crap!
0: Man, that is tough essential nes game that's not from one of the major publishers
1: well i mean you can say published by or developed by because there are multiple games that were not developed by a major publisher
0: that's true that's that's very true
1: um hell if i know what
0: um yeah that's the only problem all the ones that i i'm thinking of are major
1: why did you ask this question you're a terrible person
0: because i didn't read the rest i thought it was actually just about nintendo i didn't know it was like enix or any well forget that then just say one one essential game i'm changing this damn it it's my show (laughs) name your one essential nes or snes game that's not made by nintendo done
1: not being made okay okay
0: super nintendo essential not made by nintendo I mean, you know what I would say.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's kind of easy, actually. You made it a little bit yeah. easy.
0: Like Final Fantasy 3. Oh, good. Okay. Now, how about NES? Um, essential. Essential, not made by Nintendo. Uh, uh,
1: Mega Man 2. I was actually going to say Mega Man something.
0: Either two or three.
1: I would probably say th- three. Yeah, yeah, because like my the best NES games were like Super Mario Brothers, Mario Bros. Three, uh, Legend of Zelda. You
0: you could argue Castlevania. You could argue Castlevania, but Mega I I, I wouldn't though. I I still rather play. Yeah, I'd Mega
1: say Man. Mega Man. Yep. Uh, three.
0: Yep. Cool. Um, let's see. Done. Painkiller90 asks, "How do you introduce a friend who is already interested into retro gaming and collecting?" Yeah, it's tough. I, I, you could find new friends Ooh. that are already interested in it. Do, um, <laughs>
1: well, I thought they were saying that they are already interested, but how do you introduce them?
0: Yeah, so I guess you're saying difficult. kind of the way into uh,
1: retro gaming and collecting. Well, I mean, the most important thing is what do they want to collect for? You know, uh, if
0: Hmm. You got the collection angle, I got the retro game angle.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like what if they're already interested in collecting? I mean, there's so much you can collect. Do they want to collect? And the thing is people will collect really random things. I I um I met someone at Magfest who his his thing, so to speak, is to collect every variant of Super Nintendo complete. Like every box variant, and there were like a few dozen variants. That just like this one included Donkey Kong Country. This one included Legend of Zelda. This one wow. included you know. It's just I didn't realize there were that many even.
0: Oh, there's a lot. There's gotta see, be.
1: But yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that's we see. But you find something that you want to make your thing, and then make it that. Like if you want to collect memorabilia or posters or yeah. or Super Nintendo games or complete Super Nintendo games or boxes, you know narrow it down to what he wants he or she wants to collect for yeah. uh, I will also mention however the easiest to collect for are systems that are uh, like one or two generations old obviously yes. so if they want to go a little bit easier there you go yeah. go go for like uh, GameCube or PS2 or PS3 or Wii right now because it's going to be hard to find those things as time goes on but they're they're in the bargain basement bin right now
0: uh, in terms of getting people into retro gaming, I would say do what is counterintuitive. Don't start them down the line mm-hmm. of what your favorite and probably inevitably the most convoluted game is. If you try to start people thinking that retro games are great based on just playing Final Fantasy VI, you're probably going to have a lot of people that turn the system off after 10 minutes. <laughs> Get people interested in retro gaming, start with the classics. Start with the, the, the ones that are easy easy to digest and are just an incredible amount of fun. And they were fun not because of the story, not necessarily because of the graphics, but because they were great gameplay mechanics kind of games. Mm-hmm. The Super Mario series is always comes to mind, right? Um, where the game is just fun. It's always fun to play. And even if you haven't played it in 15 years, you can go back and play it right now. And it's incredibly fun without a story, without convoluted BS.
1: I'll also say you might want to try getting someone into retro game like specifically NES games by yeah. having them play NES Remix or NES Remix 2, which are basically like it takes some of the classic any like Nintendo games on the NES like Super Mario 3 or uh, Punch Out, or whatever, and it comprises them into basically micro games. Like, yes. like you have like 10 seconds to punch, you know, Punch Out Glass Joe or something like that. Right. And it's really, uh, it, it's fun and it's brilliant. It's from, I think it's from the same people who made Game Center CX video game uh, on the Nintendo DS, which is also brilliant. But uh, and actually uh, NES Remix is one of the download uh, rewards for Club Nintendo that you can spend coins on right now, uh, and I highly recommend it so
0: yes indeedy. Indeed, indeed. um good question, all right, so let's see um we've got Kate asks what's the maximum amount of time you'd sit down to play a board game uh would you finish a twelve hour game i e twilight imperium
1: um if I had the time yeah I, that's i've had, oh, yeah. I've had day long d and d sessions. So
0: yeah, it's not really necessarily a board game.
1: No, well, no, I'm not saying that as a board game, but I mean, if I'll sit down and we've had all night, like when we were oh, yeah. we, when we were in college and home for the summer, we oh, had some my, of our my. best D and D sessions when we were just like almost every night, like all right, it's midnight, let's go play until dawn, you know? Yep.
0: Uh, yeah, watching the sun come up, playing how, <laughs> playing D and D. That's how long it took to get everyone together to <laughs> yeah. do it sometimes, <laughs> and but, then we go buy all the stuff. And then by the time we got home it was midnight. So.
1: Well, yeah, cuz we needed snacks. I needed my yeah, you gotta my, have snacks. I needed yeah, my box dinner. of Fig Newtons. I mean Exactly. My, well actually they were like knockoff apple newtons, but whatever. They were good. Right. Um Yeah, but uh yeah, no I totally do that. If, it, yeah. if the problem
0: is finding the time nowadays. I would totally sit down <laughs> and do that. I just I don't have any time to do it and I I think um the thing is though I, I like board games that tend to last that tend to be fairly strategic, but tend to be games that that can go pretty quickly if everyone knows what's going on. Right. So if, if if everybody, if you're not teaching someone new to play or all these other kinds of things, you get people that actually kind of know what's happening. Um, you know, you could play a game of pandemic in an hour, right? Pandemic's great. You can play three games over the course of three hours and everybody feels like they had a good night of gaming. Um, I don't like a lot of games that drag on and on and on.
1: Um, but you make a great point: is that a game doesn't have to drag on and on if everyone knows what they're playing or, or what they're doing. I think right. uh, we had a friend who would mention that he would play Puerto Rico during lunch with his uh, work uh, coworkers at work, and you know Puerto Rico might take us an hour and a half or so to finish. Yeah, and that and we kind of know what we're doing; we've played it before. But they would be like half an hour, and they'd be done. Right, that's it. Yeah. You know, oh,
0: because, you, you, way, to, way to take the corn.
1: Yeah, no one's like, oh man, what do I do? Oh jeez, yeah. you know. Yeah. Oh, I got that. this. and I got that. So, yeah. so, that it that is crucial to getting you involved in what's going on in the game, so your mind doesn't wander. So, I'd be more willing to do a you know a long session game as long as that's happening. Otherwise, I'd, I'll get bored. Right? Agreed.
0: So, yeah, and I, I like you know the 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 funniest thing I see too is a lot of people that hate Monopoly, hate it because it's a long game, and that's because they've never actually played by the rules. If you play (laughs) by the actual rules of Monopoly, I promise you, a Monopoly game will never last more than 60 minutes.
1: Yeah, it shouldn't take more than 60 minutes. It will
0: not take long for everyone to be eliminated and everyone to be out, because that's how quickly a Monopoly game would go. If it doesn't, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, Free parking does not give you anything. No, free parking gives you nothing. And, if you, and did, you know what else if you land extends our, the game? Hmm? If someone lands on your property and owes you $1,500, if they can't pay, don't, don't give them a pass. Nope. You demand money. Dang it. And
1: also auction. If you land on a property yep. and you either can't buy it or you can't or don't want it, you auction it. It doesn't you just it whatever. Keep going. No, you auction it. Dang it. People get the, the things.
0: Anyway. That's right. Yeah. This is Monopoly, not friggin' <laughs> Vietnam. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> I don't know why I came up with that. Uh, this is the last question. We'll end on this one since we're, you know, only an hour and a half in. Right. Kafka44, who wants to watch the world burn? Um, Was that ask, question? Asks, no. Pizza or pasta? Pizza. Mm. I don't know. Man, I like really? pizza. I like them both. I like them both a lot, but I think I enjoy a good. Pasta dish Over a good pizza
1: Uh, I mean I've
0: had A well made pasta dish
1: I've had really good pasta
0: And it's usually Creepy pasta (laughs) (laughs) Well
1: that's something different Look it up I've had some very I've had Man I've had some excellent pasta That's probably better than the best pizza I've had But on the whole preparation for each feels pretty good
0: no yes it does feel pretty good on the whole <laughs> but Let's just call it project ass cream you want to talk about ice cream anyway um
1: yeah. uh what was i saying oh yeah i don't no, know. but overall you know pizza is better than than the than pasta and i'm more in the mood for it I don't know. Like like if someone comes up to me at lunch at work and says, hey, let's go get some pasta for lunch. I'm like, nah. Well, if you're like, let's go get some pizza. I'm like, okay.
0: Yeah, but but the question was not what's better for lunch. <laughs> the question was pizza or pasta that's in what you general. Pre- and that's how I, I choose think. to answer
1: the question. Also, apparently, breaking news. Uh, this just in. Brian Williams once rescued Cooper Gat from a burning building. Hey, that's great. Topical. That's topical for you that's there.
0: The topical news right there. Um, good to know that he is repairing his image, uh, by not lying yep. or, uh, embellishing whatever you think he did. <laughs> um, all right. So I, I think we're, we'll wrap it up there. There are other questions, but, uh, at this point we're just, we're just droning on, right? I mean, this is, this is, uh, well, that's analysis, what we do analysis.
1: best. Yeah. We are doing analysis paralysis, which is the new name for the show.
0: <sighs> oh, I am mad. We did not come up with that. Analysis paralysis. Then people would totally leave us alone when we talk too much. God
1: dang! Can we? But see, the thing is, uh, then
0: you, then you couldn't have told me we had. Oh, you have to do an hour long show because then when we talk too much, I'd be like, dude, we're doing the show. Can we? Can
1: we change the name?
0: It's perfect. This is a show. Perfect. perfect. It is, it's perfect. Anyway, I'm so mad. About um, that yeah. So anyway, uh, thank you all for joining us while we talked about other people that we think that you should check out. Hopefully, you'll get to you learned something today. Dogs do not lay eggs. Dogs do not lay eggs. But maybe if you learned that uh, otherwise, that, that not only do dogs not lay eggs, but maybe a few other people you might want to check out on the interwebs and go find out the brilliant work that's going on elsewhere other than the Clan of the gray wolf. Because we all know that the work being done here is brilliant. It's something. It's something, all right. <laughs> I don't know if it's brilliant, but I haven't come up with the right adjective yet. Cool. Uh, so uh, with, with that in, in, in mind, remember... Folks, we are now a fortnightly podcast. Yes. Meaning you don't have to look at which obscure Wednesday on the calendar it is anymore. We'll be back in two weeks. We're going to be back in two weeks. On February 25th, Wednesday, 9 p.m.
1: Eastern Standard Time. Join us, won't you?
0: Nice and regular. Just like my colon. Just like my colon. Um, So yeah, that'll, that'll net you a couple extra shows a year, just in case you're keeping up. Yep. Which is good. And we decided to do that on the last program in case you missed it. So we are going to be fortnightly every two weeks. We think that's cooler. It's better. It's more regular. And don't like,
1: forget, you, you cool. can download us as a podcast, iTunes or Android. We appreciate your reviews, even the bad ones, like Wait, we read today. We might read another one, but don't use that as an impetus to write us bad reviews just so we'll Please read them. Don't. Please don't.
0: Why did I start doing this? Dang it. Or else no one yeah, or else no one will, will ever listen to us ever Wait, again. Maybe
1: we'll read a nice one next week.
0: How about that? Yeah, let's, or next yeah we'll read a nice one. Like like somebody that says cool spelled with a K-E-W L and ones and exclamation points. <laughs> well, you're an awful person. Anyway. Yeah. That's that's the that's that's the best review we got so far. But anyway, leave some good reviews and that way we can have something to read for potentially next time. If you have an idea for a topic that you'd like to hear us cover here as the topic is your that is the topic of the day here on this year' program. Mm, I'll have that. All you have to do is tweet one of us, really. doesn't really matter. I mean, you have to tweet me. You can tweet, Rue, it's fine with me, whatever. Why are you getting mad? we we're, we're
1: happy to steal your idea either way.
0: Steal your idea, and uh, I, I prefer to think of that as more of the crowdsourcing variety. But anyway, um, just tweet at us, and uh, we've already told you where to find us, so if you, you, know, if you forgot, then just rewind. Um, let us know. If you have a particular topic you'd like to, 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 to see us get to. And if we didn't get to your question tonight and you had a question, uh, I know some people did come back and they got their questions answered from this time, but they didn't get answered last time. Come on back. Doesn't mean I don't like your question. It just means we didn't have a whole lot of time. So uh, with that in mind, thank you all for watching the Echo Screen Live, the official podcast of the Clan of the Gray Wolf. We'll see you in two weeks. Thanks for watching. And there is no reset button. <laughs>
1: it's time for don't you
0: guilty pleasure subreddits
1: it is well no it's time for a cooper cat presidential rave <laughs>
0: by presidential what do, you, what, do you, what do you mean exactly this is how
1: washington did it
0: back in the day it's historical damn it i don't see anything about this that's Oh, there, there is a little bit of a rain element I this, I would say. We're sinking!
1: We're sinking! Help us!